0: Welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. This week's episode is focusing on a tactical improvement plan. What is that, you ask? Well, it's a tip, and we're going to find much, much more about it today going to look at what a tip is, how a tip can deliver big results to your business and your team. So let's get on with the show. Welcome back everyone to Series 2 of the Manager Matt Podcast Show. I hope you've had time to listen to Series 1, but if you have not had time, don't worry, you're going to pick up the concepts and the ideas as we go along. And of course, you can always go back and listen in your own time. Uh, for my regular listeners, you will know from my previous casts, I'm convinced that your direct reports and your results will be improved by using the big five of management. These, of course, are one-to-ones, feedback, coaching, delegation and empowerment. These five are the backbone of everything else managers should be doing and are key to forming and maintaining a healthy team. In today's episode, I want to explore a tool which is more widely designed to bring a team, an area, or a department together. It's a tool designed to improve, involve, and get sustainable results. And, of course, deliver the results to keep us all in employment. This tool is a great way to get empowered teams to be part of the improvement process. It's a fact that teams who are engaged in their areas and understand what's happening to improve it will perform better and deliver better results when a team or an individual have things done to them they feel disconnected this means that they will push back on the change and doesn't matter what you try and do they will end up failing as a team you need to make sure that they are fully engaged and part of the solution you could sometimes get an open revolt from team members who hate the idea of the change but who can be the greatest advocate of that change if they feel part of the process. So the key is involving your team and making them part of the process from the start. To do this, a tool I have used is a tactical improvement plan, or a tip. A tip is a holistic tool which involves all levels in improving and focusing on their work areas and departments. It works by capturing information and ideas communicating visually the changes and getting people to see the changes for what they are trying to do for them so they understand that the changes are not there to catch them out but are actually designed to improve their working areas or their working processes. It allows cross-functional departments to contribute to the improvement, breaking down the silos and the culture of blame which can so easily grow in a business. The tool is simple to train out and maintain Meaning it doesn't take a great deal of time or effort to really see the results. As with every change, it needs passion and focus to get enough advocates to the process. But when that tipping point comes, the tip is a way of pushing performance and delivering results at the highest level. So how to form a tip? Warning here, step-by-step guide is coming up. So step one, get the senior team bought in. You need your department heads and leaders to understand the benefits of the process and commit to supporting it. They need to be able to give time and resource to get the process going. Remember, if you start without the full buying, the tip will end up being another list. And you know what happens with lists. They get forgotten, left at the side, and then a few months down the road, a new list forms. And mostly, if it's just a side note, lists at the start will end up with loads and loads of engineering improvements, which puts the engineering managers and engineers off being part of it. So when you're forming your tip, you want know, to make sure it's a buy-in from all the senior teams and all the areas that might have an input into the process. So step two, set up a trial area. Setting up an area to try your tips gives you a chance to see it working and iron out any issues before the big launch to all the areas. In my experience, it's good to pick a team or department that you could feel sometimes has problems. Now, that is a bit of a counter-intuitive way of doing things. Some people say, well, why don't you pick an area that's easy? Why don't you pick an area with a team that's already engaged? Well, if you can do it there, that's pretty straightforward. Sometimes you want to go to the area where you do have the issues first, because if it goes wrong in that place, you can iron it out. Because what will happen if you do too easy a place, when you go to the difficult places, you'll start to hit issues that you've not had before. Remember, the idea of a trial area is to trial it, set it up and get a better result for the next time when you roll it into the full areas. So step three, communicate and involve the team in the area. This is where you will need to put in the hard yards to get the process going. If you have a, a lean coach or a champion, then they can be the ambassador. If not, the line leader and the team leaders usually pick up at the start of the process. You should use your local toolbox talks or your morning daily meeting to discuss the upcoming tip. But of course, at this point, you need to start to get into their heads about what the tip's going to bring. Remember, a lot of people are going to be a bit wary of new things. They're going to be a bit... Um, sort of lethargic sometimes to oh here's another new idea we've heard all this before so you really need to put the energy in at this point to make them understand that a tip is something different than what you've had in the past because if not you're not going to get the buy-in and people will soon switch off to the idea so step four is about the format and formulating the format that will work for you so look at how the area is set up look at how a tip could work in that area make it visual and easy for everyone to see. In the past I have used paper formats So some people don't like paper formats, they prefer electronic one, but I think sometimes in areas where you're trying to engage a wide variety, then the old-fashioned notice board is a real godsend because you can look on it, people can see things happening, they can understand it. Now, I don't mean you don't have an electronic file copy and something that can be shared because obviously that's a good way to hold that information and archive it. But a lot of the old school people like to see it, make it visual, actually allow them to write on it, put on the dates in there, and make it so that someone can actually engage with something physical instead of just a screen. Step five is to start to populate your tip plan. This is where you'll start to see what is hitting the department and what's making it hard for the team. Now, at this point, it's usual that it turns into an engineering list, as I've mentioned before. To stop that, start to limit some of the engineering issues. Only say between three and five at the start. The rest of it needs to be actions that the team can sort themselves. So that gives them ownership and also means that your engineers are not getting swamped with another load of lists. So you've got to make sure that you're managing this list and making sure it's in this actionable format. And remember as well, don't make it a wish list for capital. Because that's sometimes what can happen is you'll end up with a massive list of we need to buy this, we need to do this. Now you can capture it. Because you do need to look at that long-term uh, pipeline of capital plans. But make sure that that section is longer term. The tip needs to be actionable in a day's a maximum of weeks, not months or years. Now, step six, action, drive. Make sure that we are starting to see the tip having dates on there, that people's names are on there. So it's not just generic departments, engineering, technical, quality Uh, This step is something that you really need to get right with your department heads to get their commitment. They need to be able to supply the resource and also make sure that they understand that if they don't deliver, then they're going to be talking about what is that failure for them and their department. What's it going to mean to them? What are the consequences for them? So again, we don't want wallpaper and we don't want this ugly list. So you need your department's head to know that these are actions that are driven by dates that are delivered against people. And a little side note, sometimes when you've got shifts and you have a, um, a continental pattern, for instance, where engineers aren't there, it can be difficult because you will have an engineer's name who might not be on for 10 days. So again, that's that little bit of sensibility about if it's shift A, then shift A covers Bob and John or Jane, wherever that person's going to be. So you don't get slipped into the fact that there's, the person's not there to feedback, therefore the action gets left and left and left. And step seven is to review that drive. Make sure the jobs are done and completed as part of the weekly review of the shop floor. So when you're all stood around that tip form, you need as a senior leader and senior manager to to be involved. To drop down, see what's happening on that form. Are they doing what you think they should be doing? Is there gaps? Is there one area that's not pulling its weight, that dates are getting pushed back and back? That's where you're going to have to step in and use your positional power and your persuasive power to make sure you can get those actions done and ticked off that list. People want to start seeing the wins. And step eight is that positive contribution. The small wins to make sure the actions are starting to go on and start to see some plans moving forward. So a good plan is to make sure that there is um, no rollover. So when you get a rollover on the end of a list, make sure that the rollover's not allowed to roll for more than two weeks so that they can understand that there's some real consequences for not delivering. You may have to, at this point as well, start to free up some capital. So talk to your accountant. Is there some money you can be used to get those small wins over the line. In extreme cases, I've actually had to stop a process or a line to get those issues fixed because they've rolled over and rolled over. And you sometimes have to take the action of, right, this is not good enough, we're stopping everything now and we're fixing this issue because it's been on there for two weeks and I believe in the tip process. But also on the other side, you should reward and celebrate those wins. So when things are going well, then let's have a little bit of a celebration. It doesn't have to be out massive. It could be a free lunch voucher or a free breakfast. Let's understand that the team is starting to contribute and it's everyone in the team gets that celebration. You can't just pick out one area. You should be celebrating with a whole because a tip is very inclusive. So let's recap the steps. So step one is to get the senior team bought in. Step two, get out to the trial area. Step three, communicate and involvement. Step four is the format and formulating that. Step five is to populate the plan with your team. Step six is an action-driven process. Step seven, review and drive. And step eight is reward, celebrate the success. Well, thanks for listening about how to set up a tip for your team. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works. You have the context of how it will deliver results to you. You have a step-by-step guide. Now it's up to you to take action and start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermatpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.